Welcome to the Go One Better podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah Tucker and Abby Layton. And if you're serious about mastering your mindset, nutrition and training, but love a good time and a lol, then stay around because we're about to become best friends. Alrighty guys, welcome back. Another episode. We've got a beautiful guest here with us today. We are welcoming Britt Cutts onto the episode. Welcome Britt. Welcome Britt. Good to be here. Thank you to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. We start every episode the same way. I think we can say that now. Yeah, we can. We can. can. With five questions. We'd love to know. What is the first one? <laughs> a highlight of the probably week. Not. Yeah, you probably, probably know. She's studying in the car. A highlight of the week, a low light, how you overcame it, something that you've learned, something that you're proud of, and then something yeah. that you want to achieve next week. Wow. So the highlight for me was coming back from New Zealand, getting back into the gym because I did three weeks of just at home workouts or no workouts at all. So being in the gym with yeah. your mum was amazing. Mm. Do you, um, not, do you not go to the gym when you're there? Nah, yeah. nah. Full hold. Sorry. Yeah, you didn't go to a gym for six weeks, so you <laughs> can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I think in the first week I was like, all right, I'll keep moving, and then and I was like, yeah, yeah. fizzled well, out. With good intentions, and mm. it'll last. Yeah. <laughs> Slow light, if any. I mean, there's always something slightly low, it's isn't something. there? Yeah, I've actually had a lot going on personally this week, so I've just really been trying to nut through that. Um, so that was probably my low light, like coming back and having to deal with a little bit. But yeah, it's also a big learning curve as well. Yeah. Without sharing too much. Is there been a way that you've been trying to manage and overcome it? Yeah. So I always just go back to like reconnecting with my body and trying to get like adequate sleep and booking in a psych and all of that sort of stuff like just go back to the basics but obviously movement helps as well yeah sweating it out you know movement is medicine it is for sure something you've learnt um I was thinking about this and I was like I think that your thoughts are just thoughts and someone someone has kept saying that to me over the past couple weeks and I'm like it's so true like even when you're going into do a workout and you're spiraling with all of these excuses and stuff, just realizing that that isn't necessarily reality. Mm. And like with your personal life or anything that you're going through, like you can naturally just start thinking really negatively. And then you just realize, hang on a second, I can completely think Enjoy. about things in a completely different perspective. So just learning that your thoughts are just your thoughts and you don't have to go spiral down. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I've never heard that saying at all. Really? I've never heard that. It's like oh, mindset, yeah. mindset is everything, I guess. It's kind of... Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. those yeah. two ways. Yeah, I really like that. Looking at things, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that might be my thing next week. <laughs> yeah. I've actually started at home, so with my housemates, we have a whiteboard and it last the last like three weeks we've had um like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're like cows, steps, like all this shit and we had to tick it off every day. And then I was like, we just like stopped doing it because you know how you just yeah. stop doing it. How many days did it last? Like No, like two weeks. Oh, right. okay. well, but then I was like over it. So I changed it and now we do a quote of the week oh, and that. this week it was um if it's not fuck yes it's no mm, so next week's one. is going to be thoughts are just thoughts, thoughts are just thoughts yeah that's there we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm here all that's day <laughs> something that you're proud of 
probably my app like just I was thinking about that the other day as well like launching it during COVID and during pretty tough time just been I don't even know how I did it <laughs> but obviously all that downtime getting um, it done so I'm pretty proud of it yeah yeah you should be proud of it you it's should be incredible well done so moving going off that yeah. tell us what is your story take us back to like little teenager Brett or how you got into the industry um, what your journeys looked like yeah so when I first moved here it was for a holiday and then I just ended up staying um, and I had no idea what to do like I was meant to go back to uni um, and then I just sort of was going through my own troubles with eating so like a pretty big eating disorder I would say um, How just you it, it was probably from about 19 to 21 yeah. and it was just I think a lot of girls go through that phase outside mm. of school and especially when you're just trying to find your feet and things like that so I was heavily um, trying to figure that out and I was over exercising under eating mm -hmm. um, and then I overcame it um, somewhat by like enjoying weightlifting and being in the gym and just trying to get stronger and changing my mindset um and so once I started to figure that out like just the trauma of the eating disorder itself and and like putting your whole life on hold for those two years trying mm -hmm. to figure that out I just wanted to shortcut that for other girls um and I just became like really interested in figuring out how I could help other girls, I was working in a bank. Oh my god! <laughs> like not <Random>. the <laughs> kind of girls working in a bank. And I was just googling like nutrition, this and that. And Michelle Bridges was a big one at the time. And um, I remember thinking I would love to work for a brand, like fitness brand. I would love like to take retreats in Bali and things like that. I could just visualize it all. And that was the biggest thing, like everything I visualized has actually come to life oh, over the last five years. Yeah, because you, tell us about Adidas. So Adidas, I tried to just even work in the retail store and they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got declined because they, they asked me about Stella McCartney and at the time I had no idea who oh, that was. No. And I like, um, Immediate fail. Yeah. And then I, so what happened? Oh, I sort of worked um, backwards with social media. So when I wanted to become a PT, I, I had like no money to my name and I rang my dad and I was like, hey, can I have some money for a PT course? He's like, no, it's just another one of your dumb ideas. <laughs> so, because I just had so many at the time. So then I applied to be an admin girl um, at the Australian Institute of Fitness just so I could get the course for free. Smart. Yeah. That's really smart. That's smart. Yeah. And then I started like documenting my eating stuff and just my journey with fitness. On and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was sort of at a time when like it wasn't big. Um and I remember Kayla it's it signs or it seems whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um she was just sharing a lot of like my stuff at the time. My following kind of grew then. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get somewhat of a small following. Mm. And then when I become a PT, I'll just have clients and that's how it happened. So as soon as I became a PT, people were sort of invested at, mm. on my journey, I guess. And so I just had like 30 or 40 clients straight away. Shit. Online or like? No, pe yeah, face, PT, to face to face. Amazing. So it was sort of hit the ground running. Um, and with Adidas, they sort of found me on, I finally wanted you yeah I know and they were like <laughs> hey can you work at the Australian Open I was like what <laughs> promotion 
already. Yeah, so that's sort of the gist of it. And you've done a, you've done a bit of travel with Adidas as well. Yeah, yeah. so they sent me to Berlin um, in twenty twenty, I think, and Just yeah, um, as the Adidas runners captain, and that was really cool. Um, and then we also did like a Adidas tour around Aussie and New Zealand. Lots of things with Adidas over the last like six years, I think. Yeah, and they're a really good company to work for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I've stayed loyal to them. So it's sort of like even during COVID, I just sort of stuck with them. Um, and it sort of comes back tenfold, like with them, if I'm loyal to them. It's sort of like they're a family, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah now because it's been so long how often do they give you free shit no they're good to me oh <laughs> well imagine how much money i'd have to spend on active yeah, work they didn't <laughs> yeah god you would have saved so much <laughs> yeah i know my wardrobe is like bursting yeah. yeah do they just send you stuff or do you have a code i have a card it's hard oh epic that's fun yeah it's good all right so you were admin at the australian institute of fitness yeah then did your course and then where did you go from there did you start at gripped i did jack just took me in pretty much straight away and threw me in the deep end which at the time yeah was daunting but it was like the best thing because i just learned and i was around pretty tough guys like how did you meet jack I don't actually remember. I think maybe Instagram and we just got on like straight away. But the good thing about being with them first off was they are tough. So like as naturally as a trainer now, even though I'm a female, like I'm quite tough. Mm. Yeah. So I would, yeah, credit them for kind of throwing me in the deep end Mm. initially. Awesome. So you started at Gripped um, taking classes, PT. Yeah, took PT and then, yeah, both. Both, yeah. Mm. And then how did you transition from there into... Into the woodshed, yeah. So I went to the woodshed and there was... uh, Sam at the time was just so busy with the bachelor and I guess there was sort of an opening for Jeremy and I at the time to help manage that and help that stay afloat and run. Um, And so we took it and that was a really cool experience as well. It was Mm -hmm. definitely just a stepping stone, but I, I just learned so much on the job been able to kind of help run the gym and yeah figure out where I wanted to go from there yeah I feel like you would have learned heaps yeah in there yeah Sam is someone I feel like everyone can learn from he's so lovely yeah and Jess yeah. and Jess have you yeah yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah cool so then and then from the woodshed you have sort of broken off to do your own thing now so you obviously launched yeah. the app which is really exciting so how did you find sort of breaking away from because you were like pretty full-on at the woodshed like yeah you know, i feel like you were no offense sam almost <laughs> the face of it um, yeah so how did you find like breaking away from that and going solo it just got to a point i think you have like this burning gut feeling inside of you and i was i was i don't know i just had that feeling COVID had actually mm. And I just, you sort of, I feel like with life, you just sort of get stuck in the motions because mm-hmm. everything's so fast paced and things like that. And um, COVID sort of made me like really stop and think, hang on, what what am I actually doing? Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I started those lives um, and they were free and everything. Um, but the amount of engagement I was getting at the time was huge during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, what am I, I should be putting this effort into my own business mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't really see like where the end point was for me at the woodshed. So I just followed my gut and just made a decision right then and there 
I love that feeling because I'm yeah. quite indecisive. So when I have that decision, I just cut it. Then I'm like, oh. Like when you know you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's such yeah. a good feeling. We did want to talk about your lives a little bit, didn't we? Absolutely. Because um, they were freaking they were awesome. Amazing. Like yeah. they just took off. <laughs> you had such, like you just said, such amazing engagement with those. Thank you. Um, what sort of, what brought the idea to your head? Because you were the first person to do it. Yeah. I reckon. Um, I think I wanted to do a workout. Yeah. And then I did one, one of the first live, I think got like 400 people on it. And then I did three that week and I wasn't intending to keep them going. But then people were like, oh my gosh, we need this, please. And I needed it too. Because mm, <laughs> if, yeah, yeah, if I, as soon as I stopped those lives, I just deteriorated. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, guys, you're helping me just as much as I'm helping you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. And yeah. tell us about Kick. I love working with them. My, I think my workouts are definitely still on the Kick app. Okay. It was just a matter of sort of, again, the same thing as the woodshed where, where is, where am I going? Like, yeah. do I want to stay working for someone for like a short term period or do I just take the rest to kind of just really put all my eggs into my own basket? And I feel like you can only do something like that for yourself or help grow your business if you go all in. And mm -hmm. while I was working with Kek, it was such a good thing. But then at the same time, it was kind of hard to be able to do my, my own online thing with the uncertainty of like COVID. I was like, there's no guarantee I can still keep face to face. So I need to have some presence online. And then I just thought I actually really like being online. So I just sort of had to make that decision too. But I would always offer my services to them. Like, I I really love working with them yeah. and all of the community. They're so cool. Yeah, so yeah they've nice. got a yeah. good community. Yeah. So yeah. do you enjoy being in the online space? Like, yeah. Because you've got to be a bit of, whoa, pretty, oh, my God. <laughs> pretty big presence in the yeah. terms of the fitness industry. Like, are you enjoying that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. It's just passive income, I guess. Um, and also you can reach, like, a wider range of like an audience yeah. yeah like one-on-one -on -one, it's great and I absolutely love like teaching clients one-on-one -on -one, um in classes and stuff but you just sort of think um I don't know you can just help more people yeah. at a wider range and there's more like it's you can get more creative I guess I think it's really nice having a mixture between the yeah two. Like you've got the prostate mm. and the app like that's like the perfect balance yeah so let's talk to them through like a typical day of Brit the life of the day of the week we'll pick one um okay <laughs> <laughs> i guess we'll start with mondays <laughs> monday's a bit boring actually we'll go tuesday tuesday's like i will wake up at about 5 30 and then get to the gym by six <laughs> Um, and then start my clients so hit the ground running um, and then I'll probably work for, with clients from about 6 till maybe 11 on a Tuesday and then I'll probably go and train myself um, and then I'll set myself up at a cafe or a desk and just work on like either content for I don't know a, a company like mm -hmm. Adidas or Fitbit or something and then um yeah, on a Monday, I, like, plan out the whole week. So, like, on a Wednesday, it's content creation. On mm. a Thursday, it's my whole admin day, so I can edit videos and things like that. And then on a Friday, it's back to PT. So Smart. every yeah. day is yeah. purpose. So you're not purpose. doing PT yeah. full-time at the moment? No, only okay. 15 sessions a week. Oh, great. Um, and then nice. three classes, yeah. Yeah, perfect. So 
And just touching on, um, I guess, like being a content creator and stuff like that, how do you find your relationship with Instagram? Do you have a positive relationship with it? Oh my gosh, I could talk about this for years. We love this topic because Abby, wait, Abby oh. and I have very different views on it. Abby gets very. I'm okay you, now. Yeah, you're I better. Used to hate it. Yeah, I just used to hate person. it. Not hate it. I'm just. I yeah. love hate with Instagram. Like one minute I'm like, fuck yes, it's awesome, and then I'm like, I fucking hate it. I don't yeah. worry about that. Whereas, yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, I think. Okay, I'll start with the downside, the pressure. Like I feel, you know, when you're going through something, I'm not really one to be heaps vulnerable on my social media. Like yeah, I yeah, try and share bits and pieces, but I find it quite like negative and mm. I don't want a poor me mm. even though yeah. I don't think about that with other people I just when messages start coming in I'm like no I want to give to you yeah. guys I want to be like a positive influence mm. so it's hard to find that balance and the pressure you know even this week of me going through a few things it's hard I've definitely been more quiet and and it's difficult to keep that presence up it's mm. like a subconscious pressure um and then I guess yeah the comparison to other people like I'll gen I'll I'll quite often just delete the app off my phone like in New Zealand for a couple of days I did that and I can't even explain so the good. energy shift it's mm. so good um nice. and then I guess yeah just like kind of trying to figure out what people need as well like I find my Instagram is a service for people as opposed to trying to show off or trying to share things that just matter to me so mm. kind of keeping up with what people are actually wanting mm. um yeah so much goes into it <laughs> for sure mm. and yeah with I mean but then the good side of it is like it's a great marketing tool I wouldn't have my business like I said like I, that's how I've ever always gotten clients mm. um and then companies like been able to work with so many different companies like influencer marketing does work so well and like it works both ways and different people can get creative like mm. for their advertisement in different ways and I just think that it's awesome like mm. you know instead of door knocking like the olden mm. days and tv and newspapers and things like it's just an it's just a new way of doing that but yeah as like there's definitely perks and connecting with people yeah oh my gosh yeah definitely and then your followers like yeah and connecting they are really they are so awesome yeah so um yeah i've and i've got like quite loyal followers so um it's really beautiful um yeah i think so and having breaks and yeah yeah. And not having putting too much pressure on yourself. To, yeah. Mm. It's hard. It's easier said than done, I think, the whole pressure. I think there's like as any trainer probably feels, I feel like we all experience a bit of pressure. Mm. Um to like yeah. look a certain way, you know, totally. eat a certain thing, train me <laughs> train a certain way or train X amount of times. So I feel like being in this industry in particular we feel a lot of pressure, whether that's it's actually like you know, real pressure. yeah, real yeah. pressure, or just thoughts. like you said, sort of self conscious thoughts, are just thoughts. <laughs> yeah, see, um, but yeah, I think that's totally normal, yeah. And the um, our industry in particular is so controversial, like, mm. people. <laughs> my thoughts on nutrition is gonna annoy some other people, mm -hmm. you know. And I think you, if if it was just a free word and people just allowed other people to have different experiences yeah. and opinions then like I probably would share more mm. I think I definitely 
like subconsciously stop myself from even sharing information just because People, I know that I can't even be bothered with the referral. Yeah, 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 totally. So, but I think that's also really sad at the same time. Yeah, that I totally. feel like that, and we've both probably felt like that as well at some point because. As you said, you should be entitled to think what you think yeah. and want to, you know, educate people on what you believe to be correct. And it's not like you're going to be promoting something that's completely fucked and yeah. whatever. But it's just, it's sad that, you know, people have that mentality where, like, oh, well, it's just easier not to say anything. Yeah. You know? So they're silenced. Yeah. Yeah. You should just say it. Just do it. <laughs> right. That's, what, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Need to do. It's I'm like when you say, it. just tell someone you like them. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That worked out well for me, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, so tell us about the app. How, so, yeah, like how did you, I mean, the, obviously the idea came from the lives or mm. you just wanting to get on the, um, the online space. Did you have people help like set it up? Like how the hell did you know what to do? Um, I don't even know how to start. Yeah, I, wouldn't it. I wouldn't even know what the first step was. <laughs> Where do you go? Like, yeah, you no, it was so weird. <laughs> so my friend Ramsey, um, he just kept saying, you need an app, you need an app. And I was like, no, I work with Kirk and I'm happy and blah, blah, blah. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, what am I doing on this other side of COVID? Mm. <laughs> and then I just thought, all right, I'm just, and I had nothing else to do. We're in lockdown for so long. So I just started researching one of my best friends, her partner does app development on the side. Um, so I just spoke to him and we put it together. I had... I had an idea based around what I wanted when I wasn't a trainer. Mm -hmm. So I would always be at the gym not knowing what to do, um, walk on the treadmill for like 40 minutes and then twiddle <laughs> my thumbs and leave. Um, and then, you know, just having like seen different online apps out there or fitness apps and thinking, oh, how could I make it like a more of like a PT experience mm -hmm. for yeah. the user? So that's why I added like the tracking sheet and just things as a trainer I know that will get the client like benefits or closer to their goal a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I've been able to implement like progressive overload and um, just proper strength programming, like it's proper training. Yeah. And yeah. I know that the, even the at-home workouts are pretty hard, like the ones in the lives from COVID. Um, so like I know that it's, there's easier ones, but there's definitely more advanced sessions in there as well. So, oh yeah, I just wanted, like, a variety of things. And do you update the workouts weekly or is it, yeah? Um, I was initially doing that, but now I'm sort of jumping on this different concept where, like, every couple months we do a new challenge. So we've just um, finishing the booty challenge at the moment, which is three weeks long, so the mini challenges. And then we'll do another eight-week challenge throughout the year, um, and just sort of putting that together, which I find really beneficial for people. Um, but then there's like probably about a hundred workouts on there for people to just pick they from. Can just jump yeah, and choose. whenever. Yeah. And then the strength program is in three week blocks, so they do the same program, um, same workout for three weeks, yeah. and then they use the tracking sheet just to make sure that they're increasing the weight and stuff like that. But that's more for in gym, so. I actually find a lot of um, the subscribers or the clients are like they do, they are still on their at home bandwagon. Yeah, interesting. But like the biggest thing is like the reason I started the app was because I wanted girls to feel more confident in, in the gym and know what to do in the gym. So I think it's just about like teaching them confidence and pushing them towards the gym yeah. as mm. opposed to just being at home. 
So yeah, it's sort of it's interesting though. Yeah, it's fun. Right. It's a great learning curve. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That will come, I think. Like people will transition back into the gym. There's still I still know other people that are training at home. Like, mm. Yeah. Out of a yeah, weird some of fear factor, I think. Some is just I think like just convenience. Convenience, just, yeah, yeah comfortability and, and jump out of bed and do a workout that. and not have to worry about traffic and Yeah. Yeah. So what does the next five years look like for you? We'll talk industry specific. We won't go into like the love life and all the, oh, all the stuff we want to talk about. We'll leave that out. But five years that will go downhill. <laughs> Well, I've had a really exciting meeting with Adidas recently, um, just about the next few years. So I think it's three years. So there's, I can't really share that, but yeah. um, I'll be doing a lot with them over the next few years. I really want to get to the app to the stage where I am pretty much fully online mm-hmm. um, and just try and get people uh, the, the sense of community a bit bigger and stronger. It's still in its teething phase, so I just want to really nail the remodeling of that and figure out exactly what they need. I also don't have nutrition element on there, so I want to do that. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like, be all within the app and grow mm-hmm. it um, as hire, big as I can. Hire new trainers and things like that. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. There's so many. There's. I mean, the good thing is, is I am a trainer, so I think that that's what is so great is that if I wanted if I think of a cool workout I just go and do mm. it and then pop it on mm. yeah and I get it. so excited for them to do it so um that is the convenience of it but I would I mean I would love like a um workspace with like a marketing team and yeah that would be like my biggest goal yeah cool to have Never company. say never. No, yeah. Manifest. That manifest. Shit. It is on its way, lady. <laughs> <laughs> if you like were to go back in time, oh, yeah. what would you like? Is there something you'd do different when you started off your fitness journey, like the, to what you know now? Like, what would you tell your younger self, I guess? Probably a big thing is the under eating thing. Like, try. I, I reckon most of us go through a phase where we just try different fad diets mm, and I think absolutely. my biggest thing would just be like don't if you don't have mm. a bad relationship with food do not try anything else just keep yeah. that balance going and then just tweak things and just improve your health like in a natural way just try and eat nutritious foods and balance everything because the minute that you go into a bad relationship with food is where it tends mm. to just crumble and can consume like your whole life until you get out of it and it could be really difficult to get out of it so mm. and like I experienced that so I guess like I would tell myself like I I never had I never thought twice about sort of what I was eating and I and I just sort of wish that someone was would come to me and say just eat a bit healthier or mm. like Pretend just look at you yeah and and educate me on that yeah. rather than um, you know, like a complete fad diet, and that would have been. How great. did you? How did you pull yourself out of your sort of undereating overtraining phase? Um, definitely weights training. So focusing more on strength um, and understanding that when you gain lean muscle, your metabolism speeds up. Blah blah blah, and then changing my focus from um, trying to look a certain way or be X Y Z to trying to be able to do a pull-up and all yeah. of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, probably as well, a big turning point was when I was in a relationship where my boyfriend at the time, he just would eat whatever. And 
you know, I was so scared of like a sushi roll mm-hmm. <laughs> at oh, wow. the time. Oh, wow, rice. Yeah, so it's good. just carbs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, <laughs> and then I, yeah, so when I just sort of started indulging in it and then realizing it wasn't doing anything <laughs> to mm-hmm. my body, mm-hmm. I just carried on and it sort of broke through that pattern, which was really amazing. Lucky as well that, yeah, like you said before, a lot of females don't find it that easy to break out yeah. and sort of carry that bad relationship with food throughout the rest of their life. Do yeah. you see that come up a lot with your clients? Like, do you sort of like, because I assume your sort of demographic is quite young. Yeah. Um, do you see that there are quite a few bad relationships with food? Yeah. People are just really uneducated on mm. it. Like, even people, even my clients that are a bit more overweight, they just... They just don't understand portion control or, any, yeah. or any, they just don't know where to turn. So, of course, like, it's so easy for them to just go and to buy into one of the advertisements that's, like, lose 10 kgs and more than that. So it's like, um, yeah, I do I do have a lot of clients, but it's more like, honestly, probably because of social media. Like, they, yeah. there's just so much pressure on them and you can just tell that they just want to look cool or want to be instagram ideal Mm. and i think if that so i try to kind of sit down with them and talk to them about that instead Mm. of food or like Mm -hmm. you know try and get their mindset off that and try and refocus their goals yeah education is like it's so important yeah i agree especially around like eating enough i think there's as like we were saying the other day, like in schools, they don't teach you that you like need a certain amount of food just to function. Yeah, yeah, energy, there's not energy. Of that. Yeah, there's, there's not of that too all. many girls on there promoting too many low calorie yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, well, Britt, thank you so much for thank joining you us today. Thank you. Lovely thank you chat. Too. Can you just tell our listeners where everyone can find you? So Instagram, Brett Active, and the bodyactive.bybrett on Instagram, um, and then the app, Body Active. Beautiful. Yeah. Epic. Do you do a free trial? No. I was <laughs> <laughs> just going to say, guys, jump on the free trial, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> maybe soon. That's what I'm figuring out. Sorry. No. Download it and try a week anyway. Download it. Download it, guys. Fucking pay for it. Pay for it. I've done enough. (laughs) Free free (laughs) shit during COVID. No, you actually have. That's a good point. Yeah, go and buy it, guys. (laughs) Give back to Brit. It's a charity. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, shit, that's good. Alrighty, guys, awesome, have guys. a beautiful Thank week. You. We'll see you soon. Bye.